And a very good morning, all. Welcome, Heels. What a weekend it was. Yeah, we had a nice sort of relaxing, relaxing look at sport over mm. the weekend. Really long-term things, golf, car racing. Mm-hmm. Took a long time to get into them and finish them up. It was excellent. Nice A-L-W. and relaxing. W. Oh, the mighty Lions have done it again. They're through to a fifth grand final. Mm. It's all set now. They'll play North Melbourne, so we've got to travel for that one next Sunday. We'll play at Princess Park uh, Sunday afternoon, one thirty our time. And that's called Icon now, isn't it? Icon Stadium, yeah. So, um, and that's Carlton's ground, training uh, facilities. Yeah, it was used to be Carlton's home ground. Yeah, uh, yeah. way back when. Optus, remember, it was Optus mm. Oval. Um, but, but well, I don't know whether are we going to go. Uh, the Brisbane Lions going to go down there? Yeah, I hope so. Well, there's no chance. Why? Well, have you heard all the, all the pundits? Oh, they don't even know who the Lions are. <laughs> it is really biased commentary that I've heard mm-hmm. that the North Melbourne have got our measure in every part of the field. So no point in showing up. No. Okay. And the same pundits tipped Geelong to beat us the other night. Mm. Thank you. How'd that work out? Yeah. And they still haven't learnt to look at the numbers on the back of the Lions girls' jerseys and find out what their names are. <laughs> I'm I'm going gloves off today on this. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, I, I've never heard such biased commentary so far. Mm. But it's Melbourne rubbish. Well, we'd love to hear what you think. The Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, it's open, 131355. The text line is 0467 736 736. Breakfast with Patton Hills is brought to you by Burbank Homes. They are the builders you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and, of course, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagined to be bold. What did you watch at the weekend? What did you love? What did you hate? Uh, one thing we don't like has happened uh, just uh, only a few minutes ago. Australia beaten in the Davis Cup final in Malaga. So it was Australia v Italy. Italy have taken their title for the first time in 47 years while Australia's two-decade drought persists. Uh, they won it 2-0 um, and they uh, haven't had to bother with the doubles. Yannick Sinner taking down Alex Dimonor, 6-3, 6-love. Uh, Matteo Arnaldi beat Alexi Popram, 7-5, 2-6, So that's happened in the last hour. Can you pick your order there? Like, can Dimonor play first? Um, he could have, yeah, but Popram played first yeah, against Arnaldi. So do you think that was the right move? Don't know. I think you, you find out what um, Dimonor is going to do against Sinner. Mm-hmm. And then Popperin might just put his head down a little bit better in the third set or in in the first set, and then we might go to the doubles. Mm-hmm. We had to get to the doubles, didn't we? I don't know whether Sinner over Demonor was going to be the, the clincher. Anyway, 28 times we've won that Davis yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah, we've, well, we've had some pretty fair players over the years. Hey, a double for the Brizzy Blitz in the Hockey 1 finals? That's unbelievable. Yep. There's some there's some bias come true I heard as well, <laughs> and not not really biased. I think it was justifiable. Yeah. Like it's not justifiable to have North Melbourne being uh, winning against the Brisbane Lions. Like mm-hmm. they've never beaten the Brisbane Lions, but that doesn't mean much either. But but anyway, the the pride, uh, you know, were real favourites yeah. in the men. Yeah, yeah. and C- Canberra were tipped to beat. The chill were tipped to beat the blaze too mm-hmm. in the women. Well, we gave them a touch two up great, for one. Two great victories. Yeah. And, of course, the, the pride fought back. They were chasing a title three, Pete, but we've beaten them in a shootout. So, yeah. Only so. because they scored real late in the game too. Yeah. And then our girls weren't in the game for the first half. It was the second half where they came good. Double blitz. Well done. Mm-hmm. Blitz. Roar have beaten the Perth Glory 2-1. Mm. Bells to Henry Hoare and J.O. Shea. 
Uh, as for glory, they struggle on the road. I'm just having a read there. Uh, they haven't won on the road in 13 months. Hmm. Uh, it's been a while. Wow. <laughs> How many games matter. is that? I don't a know. Lot, a lot or not so much. Yeah, three, is that the off-season? They season. got the off-season in that? Yeah. What's that? The 13-month stat. Yeah, but um, they've got new owners. Uh, the new owners will have to just tidy that up. So we host the co-leaders uh, Western Sydney on Friday night. So that'll be uh, – we're only one point off the lead. We're in fourth, but yes. we're only one point off the lead. We're which is, sixth. Yeah. Very close, eh? So what That's what good. did you watch at the weekend, Heels? Uh, I watched the Bandits. Just about everything. The Bandits won their series. Oh, did they really? Remember we had, they were up against the Blue Sox? Yeah. We talked to Ryan Bollinger on the weekend, the yeah, journeyman yeah, yeah. through America. Yeah. Good man. Mm. And they won. Good okay. on them. Good on them. Didn't watch that, but I just made that up. Um, <laughs> I watched the golf. Oh, how distressing was Cameron Smith. Mm. Oh, he broke down. Sort of. Yeah, he took it very hard. Very hard. A couple yeah. over the first day and then just completely blew it the last day. We are all expecting him. He really only had to sort of get under par by a couple of shots on that Friday and uh, squeak on through and then who knows what you can do at the weekend. What's but, the weakest point of his game at times when he doesn't play driving. well? Driver, right? Yeah. And it didn't, that didn't even break down. It's his short game, getting it close to the stick and then the holding putts. Yeah, which we wasn't all know. He's, uh, he's an absolute wizard at. 78. Yeah, it all just... Uh, I'm going to play there apart. today, Paddy. At RQ. Yeah, I'm going to go and search the footsteps of Minwoo. Yeah, well, I'm at Wynnum. Yeah, what doing? $100,000 Pro-Am. <gasps> BMD and Bartons. Oh, they always have it They've the day after? It. Yep. Okay, because yeah. sometimes so it's good... mid-December, isn't it? Yeah, they'll get a good feel for this one too. Yeah. Well, it's the way the uh, Australian tour has fallen the last few years. Yeah. Uh, so they get a Monday before they head to Sydney. So there'll be, cool. uh, there'll, there'll be a big showing of uh, very good pros there today. But, hey, look, yeah, yesterday Royal Queensland, great crowds, and uh, they got entertained uh, early. And uh, what did I say last week, the bloke to look out for, the one that oh. I like? There's one. Uh, well, hang well, on. Oh, Wackham. Yeah, you like Wackham. Yeah, he did this. All the way in the back left, 64 metres, surely not. Get in! Yes! That's got the party started. Mm, hole in one at the fourth. I have to picture that hole. There's a lot of bunkers around the front, and, and it's hard to get all the way back there. And if it's back left today... I'm going to have to bring that in from the right. <laughs> he went he went sort of left and it came in the left side of the hole. Right. I'm going to have to bring it in high over the right. Mm-hmm. Maybe driver. Well, when, uh, <laughs> when we knocked it close there as well. But What are you uh, going to do at Wynnum? You know, Wynnum only a couple of weeks ago was tee up everywhere you go. Oh, really? So you might be able to get the driver out every shot. <laughs> I'd love that. I just, you know, I'd just love to hit it hard. Yes. Uh, Minwu didn't hit this one hard at nine. This was the turning point in the entire tournament after the uh, the Japanese youngster came at him. Uh, Minwu repelled. But he taps in for a win to remember. He's the special talent. Minwu Lee, for the first time, is the 40-net Australian PGA champion. Yeah, but it, it came at the ninth heels when he chipped in for Eagle and uh, he, he, he knew that when he'll look back on that tournament, that was uh, absolutely critical. I think that was probably the best best atmosphere shot I've ever hit. Um, I've had a few chip-ins, but that one was, you know, that's at that 
point. It was it was getting close, and um, you know I was in I was in a pretty average position, you know, off the off the tee shot after the tee shot. So um, to to chip that in, and oh, it was amazing. I, I wish oh, I want to see it straight away. Um, I would like to see it. It's uh, it's yeah, it was one of the best shots I've probably hit. I'm going to do that today. Well, probably <laughs> hit a bad drive, <laughs> and then I'll hit a couple of three woods up there mm-hmm. and ch- try to chip in for birdie, not eagle. No, but oof, I like that hole. Desperate to see what ha- what happens on the uh, OWGR. You know, one of my favourite mm-hmm. websites. Uh, I've just had a look; it hasn't been updated yet. That win hasn't got in. There's it's about forty, things. isn't he? Yeah. Well, there's a few things that needs to go in. There's events being played all over the world. He's forty-five at the moment, mm-hmm. but he'll jump those uh, obviously. Um, you see the videos on um, YouTube of him as a youngster telling you how to play a couple of holes? No. I'll oh, have a look. Like he's so confident and he didn't even have his tash then, so no. he's young. Would have been about 12. Uh, and, and he's reasonably tall and he hit it well and he, he, they're playing an amateur series coming up and he's taking the audience through three holes and how to get a birdie here. At, uh, it's called like Melville, Melville yeah. of course, and uh, and he does it. He does the drive, tip on, part. There's the birdie at the 15th I told you about. Now let's go. <laughs> um, we've got his coach, Richie Smith, coming on today. He coaches quite a few coaches, Minji as well and Hannah Green. So, uh, yeah, look, we've got uh, we've got lots of good stuff He's on the a... show today. Brody Kostecki's going to join us. Um, now, you, you've Superstar. requested this. Rachel Eggleston, haven't you? This is one of your requests on the show. Well, I no, saw her yesterday get interviewed, yeah. on, and uh, she just couldn't hold her words uh, when she came to talk to Kai Allen, who's m- my driver that took me around uh, Queensland Raceway. That's right. He won the Super 2 Series. He was leading when, when he was um, taking me around. So he got the job done. And guess what? Like, that's a Super 2 Series. You know where he's from? Well, he's Mount Gambia, right? Mm. And a Super 3 winner is from Mount Gambia too. <laughs> what's it? What's oh, in the water down there? Look at you go! What's in the water? Huh? And so, and she, when she was talking about these young men, her, her involvements with these young drivers coming through, she she got really, really emotional. They must be great young men. And then Kai did an interview to to celebrate the win, and yeah, he sounded like that too. Very calm, spending the day with heels because I out. didn't I didn't know what he looked like. It, it was like the stink. He was already in the car, <laughs> with the and helmet I, on. I got in with my helmet on, bumping my head everywhere, mm. and and I I was quite happy to see the drivers yesterday bump their head a couple of times mm. getting out of the cars. So, um, yeah, so I didn't know what Kai looked like, uh, but geez, he must be all right. Eighteen, hey, in golf too. Wackham Neiman, where did he he came fifth, right? Yep. Adam Scott hung in sixth, didn't he? Curtis Lucky yeah. did well. Had a tough weekend. Fifteen Scotty. under came fourth. So yeah. Yeah, not bad. Mm. Um, a few texts this morning. Uh, morning, boys. What I did love, uh, what the, what did I love and what did I hate over the weekend? Hated the dilapidated look of my wallet. Uh, had to wait until the big race in Perth to grab a Quinella to get me a nice mm. cappuccino this morning. Regards, Peach. Yes. Tough weekend, Peach. I agree with you on the punt. Uh, uh, the Perth double, the Parnham. Is that uh, the railway? That up over there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Stu from Jim Boomer, it was like Min Wowley at the weekend. He was superb. Sad to see Smith implode uh, like he did, but as a weekend hacker, we've all been there, Stu from Jim Boomer. Yeah, I mean, that's most unlike Cameron Smith, really unlike Cameron Smith. And Icarus, southern bias for us Queensland. Use a couple of old, well-used cliches. Water off a duck's back, and that's just par for the course. 
That's exactly right. We don't care. We've had a pretty good weekend. Well, I do care because about next weekend. <laughs> We've got the Brisbane Heat. They yep. hurriedly got to Perth last night. Mm-hmm. Semi-finals and the two the two semi-finals or challenger final and eliminator and challenger. Tuesday night, tomorrow night, we play the Thunder mm. in Perth. Wednesday night, the winner of that play the Scorchers mm-hmm. in Perth. Yep. Then Saturday night's the final against the Strikers. In Adelaide. So, whew, bit of work to do, but they're there. They've had a night of sleep and uh, you can get up and start to move around today. Vanessa's in. She'll be bouncing around this morning after the uh, the mighty lines. Boy, they went though. Both oh. close prelims, weren't they? Wow, what, four yes. Four points and one point. Unbelievably close. I expected a, a bit bigger win by the Lions on Saturday night, but hey, at the end of the day, they got the job done and through to the fifth grand final in eight seasons, Did which you is go? remarkable. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I was there. It was amazing. So much for Geelong fading at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Remember they was... wilted against Melbourne. Yep. Ah. Did nothing. No, no, no <laughs> they were strong right until the very end. Yeah. Hey, do you, there's a bit of an argument over the umpiring. They're saying that, you know, we need the technology. Um, yeah. Even Pat, Paddy Dangerfield became involved yes. about the tackles and holding the ball and things like that. So. Yeah, and they don't do a score review. So there was a bit of controversy very early about a goal that the Lions got that Geelong said was touched, but they don't do the video review. It was of never the mentioned goal. in the commentary, eh? Yeah. No, I don't oh. think so. Yeah. Um, but I did feel like in both games the umpires let the game play. They were definitely more on the side of let them play. If it's a 50-50 call, I'm not going to call it. Yeah. Just let it play out. So, um, yeah, it felt like there was a bit of direction for that. Who's who there, though? I saw uh, Lethal Lee. Uh, I saw Joel yes. Selwood. Yes, Joel uh, Selwood was there. Yeah, a so lot of the Lions men's players, yep, yeah, went along as well. Who so is it, it Shear, the number 14 for Geelong? Mm. That's who Selwood got to Geelong, wasn't it? Oh, was that his? He showed her around the, protege. yeah, yeah, okay. and she was his hero and a Geelong fan forever. Oh, that's nice. And he attracted her over and got her. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, he's getting a grandstand named after him when they he finish is. The, yes. the new stadium down the there. The Mm. All right, what's happening news-wise? Speaking of stadiums, over the weekend there has been some protests around Brisbane about the GABA redevelopment, which the government came out on Friday afternoon and said, yes, it's going ahead, yes, it'll cost $2.7 billion, but locals and the Greens are not happy with the decision and they say we're going to keep on protesting until those bulldozers come in and start dismantling the GABA. Um, They're just saying it's a housing crisis, we've got issues with the health system, it's a waste of money and they still want the project to be scrapped, they don't want East Brisbane State School to be demolished and so I don't think that will be the last protest about that issue. I don't know. Yes. Uh, now you'd be quite interested to know how many objects passengers leave at Brisbane Airport every year. The airport that the auction is live now so you can jump online. Every year they auction off the items that get uh, left in lost property and which is thousands and thousands of items. They say they try and reunite people with their lost items, but 
about two thirds of the lost items just remain unclaimed. And the good part is that all of the items from the auction go towards the Curry Mail Children's Fund. So it's all for charity. It's all for a good cause. Things like laptops, iPads, phones, jewellery, a new Dyson vacuum cleaner, a GoPro, a drone, Nintendos, massage guns, watches, Kindles, portable speakers and plenty of AirPods as well slash other headphones (laughs) as well. So you can find it online and you can also go and see the items in person as well. So just jump online. And you might have seen on TV last night a huge concert was held, the 50 songs for 50 years of Mushroom Records. And we saw performances from Aussie stars including Jimmy Barnes, Paul Kelly, Ian Moss, Missy Higgins, Yothu Yindu, Kate Sobrano, as well as this one from Skyhooks. Yes, Red Simons was out there rocking yeah. away on the guitar. And even Ed Sheeran made an appearance, but it was uh, on the screen. He did mm-hmm. a bit of a collaboration with Hunters and Collectors um, because uh, Michael Gadinsky, the founder of Mushroom Records, was one of his mentors. So he mm. gave a nice little tribute as well. Great. Good nice. stuff. Where Thank was it? It was in Melbourne, Rod Laver Arena. Oh. Mm. Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, 13 13 55. Our text line is 0467 736 736. We would love you to join us. Now let's have a chat to Chris Nelson. Racing action continues across the sunny state. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. But remember, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning, Paddy. Good morning, Heels. Pretty good Saturday for Tony Gollan and co. Yes. Uh, well, we had Swiss Ace win the oh, – sorry, Swiss Ace. We had uh, Natuno win the Swiss Ace for him last week. And the two features this week, of course, went to the Gollan stable as well with uh, the heavily backed, very heavily backed Comrade Rosa winning the Tats Classic. And Zarastro, who was just totally dominant, straight to the front, up to 1,350 metres, never gave anything else a look in, uh, winning the recognition stakes and – I just did some times uh, yesterday. I ran 21.74 between the 1,200 and the 800. That's flying to get to the front, giving a bit of a breather before the turn and then off and gone into the straight and won by almost three and a half lengths. Mm. So that now, as Tony said, now that he's proven himself at around that distance range, it opens up some uh, races, Magic Millions Day for him. Yes, and and both horses adopted almost, weren't they? I think... uh, Yes. Yes, I think... Comrade Razor comes from the John O'Shea stable and uh, Zarastro from Walla, was that right? Zarastro is from Walla, beautifully bred originally, cost a million dollars, cost a million dollars at the sales and was bought online uh, before being sent to Tony for 32000 Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, bit of a difference there. A million bet down to 32000 uh, There you go. But And he's been an absolute star since he's joined the Golan style. I think he's only lost two races and they were seconds. So... That was a, a really good uh, a good performance by him and Comrade Rosa. Well, she was very unlucky, of course, first up. The query was the wet ground, but didn't worry her. Mm. Hey, we'll uh, chat about what's coming up, but uh, I'm guessing you saw the Japan Cup yesterday. I did. I did. That would be a good meeting to go to, wouldn't it, Japan Cup? Yeah. Very exciting. But uh, Equinox won again, and, yeah, there was uh, a leader there. It was about, oh, I'd say about 10 or 12 lengths clear and still well clear into the straight, and then you see this – Horse with the big white blaze just cruise into second spot. 
and he just took care of that leader and raced away. He's, uh, he's a bit of a star, that horse, and, and so is his jockey, Christophe Lumiere. I'd love to see him riding out here one day. He's uh, our semi-highland about him. He's uh, pretty confident in his own ability. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> and, yeah. And what sort of nationality is that? What a beautiful name. He's French. Yes. Equinox. Uh, I don't know where Equinox is from, but I know Christophe Lumiere is French, but it is a good name, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So sixth straight Group 1 for Equinox. He's mm. won eight of his ten. The other two were seconds. Uh, it is He is the world's best racehorse uh, yep. just on every ratings that you, you look at. Just don't know whether, whether a race on. They race it fairly lightly, don't they, Equinox? Yeah, he's a four-year-old, I believe, and uh, that could be it. We mightn't see much more of him at all, which is a, which is a shame with these uh, really good horses. You'd love to see them travel around the world even more and and do what they do and do it well. But uh, unfortunately, they're worth more in the breeding barn, and that's the case with him. But of course, okay. we're right in the middle of our summer carnival here. What's coming up? We've got a big week of racing, Paddy. We've got a meeting today at Warwick. You might remember last Monday uh, was washed out at Warwick, so that meeting is taking place today. Uh, we go to Home Hill tomorrow, Ipswich on Wednesday, Mackay on Thursday, another doubleheader on Friday, Rocky during the day, Sunny Coast at night, a Saturday at Doom, and of course it's Country Cups or Country Day where the country comes to the city. We've got the Country Cups Challenge Final, the Country Stampede Final, plus we've got the Group 3 George Moore, the Listed Tails and the Listed Mode Stakes for the three-year-old filly. So a massive day at Doombin. Uh, Polytrack on the Gold Coast, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, plus there's a meeting at Townsville up north. And then we go back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. So that is a jammed, packed week. And, guys, just a couple of uh, horses out of the sunny coast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Super impressive. Anima Core won again for Michael Rod and the Fixer won by an absolute space in race five. Have a look at that one, Paddy, when you get a chance. The Fixer. All right, I'll have a, a bow, people. I was watching the golf Two yesterday afternoon. to follow. Yes, mm. understandable, but uh, flicking back and forth, that was some good viewing, wasn't it? Well done to Minwoo Lee. Yes. Um, any any other jockeys going well over the weekend and having a good summer start? Well, uh, Ryan Maloney rode a couple of winners over the weekend. Jimmy Orman had a, a bit of a day out and Bailey Wheeler rode a couple of winners mm-hmm. too. So they're all firing. Yeah. Uh, and Anne Jones, of course, winning on Zerastro Heels. That was her first uh, stakes victory. So that was good for Anne Jones as well. So, yeah, the jockeys uh, – the big jockeys, the good jockeys, the ones we uh, rely on, are really coming to the fore now over the carnival. And I know Michael Rod went back to back yesterday, so uh, yeah, hopefully we can get him on yes. the show. I know he's not doing. He, he he speaks after race wins, which he's he yes. has to. But we'd love to get him on the show because it's a it's a story of just perseverance, isn't it? We know he's one of the oh, elite elite jockeys, and he's had these concussion dramas, etc. Love to get him on the show and have a chat uh, over the next few days. We'll see if we can do it. We'll keep trying. Yeah, well, we'll keep trying. Great to chat. Have a good day, guys. Chris Nelson there Thanks, for Chris. Racing Queensland. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Um, Rachel Eggleston, uh, a very happy Super 2 team only this morning because you are the champs. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, has it been a night of celebration? Are we waking you up? Good morning. No, I'm up. I'm up. I'm bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, but I can tell you a few of my crew aren't, aren't looking the same. So <laughs> see how we go. But you have seen them. They do, they do have long nights sometimes without alcohol, don't they? They Certainly had uh, a busy weekend and, uh, yeah, so they're entitled to have a bit of an unwind, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a 
it's been a long year and, and, you know, these moments are few and far between. So, hey, I say go out and uh, enjoy yourself. And you have had a long involvement in this sport, haven't you? I have, yes. It makes me feel old now I think about it, especially when I'm surrounded by 18-year-old kids who are winning championships. But I have, yes. I've been involved for probably near on 20 years myself. So, um, yeah, it's a a cool position to be in to be able to give back, I think, you know, to these younger guys and and help them move up in their careers for sure. Well, Hales wanted to do this interview today because he obviously has a relationship now with Kai Allen, who uh, take, took him on his hot lap at Queensland Raceway the other day. So he and Kai are the best of mates, and Kai is your new champ, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's a great young kid. Um, we're very lucky to have yeah, to have met Kai. Um, last year, obviously, we ran him in the Super 3 Championship last year, and we just missed out on that title last year here in Adelaide. Um, so it was uh, it was a nerve-wracking position for us all to be in again, uh, but we got it done this year. So, yeah, awesome young kid. Yeah, Rachel, explain to me, he came fifth, but originally he had to come fourth or better. Is that right? But what, what happened there for him to to retain the lead and win the championship? So we knew, we kind of had all the, all the math sorted out beforehand. We knew where Best, who was his obviously main championship rival, we knew where wherever he had to finish and then, sorry, where he would finish, where Kai had to finish to still win the championship. So yes. if Best fit, finished in second, which is where he was, um, we had to come at fifth at worst, yes. which is where Kai obviously ended up after his teammate came past him. So we knew all this in the background, but it's still uh, it's still very nerve-wracking, just in case somebody got the maths wrong or anything like that, or if, you know, the pass didn't go so well or whatever. So it was a very, very nerve-wracking end to the race. Somewhere along the line, I've read, I've read that Kai's been, you know, burning since that last year, last round crash, I suppose it was. How, how did he bow out of the Super 3 series last year? Look, we were going in last year, we were fairly dominant, I would say, in the Super 3 title. Um, and then coming into the last the last race of the year, the infamous turn eight caught him out. And mm. uh, he hadn't made a mistake all year, but it's a, it's a high-pressure situation. He was only 17 at the time. I've never been in, you know, that, that kind of situation. So, And in that one DNF kind of meant but that it was all over. So you always, you know, the, the key in this game is consistency. You have to just keep finishing and banking those points. And um, and last year, you know, he he knew that feeling, and he certainly didn't didn't want to ever feel like that again. So he drove really well on the weekend. I think, you know, in the first race he, he got amongst it a fair bit. Uh, in the second race, I think he was a, a little bit more conservative, which which was fine. I we, we we knew that he knew he he was the leader at that point, so he had everything to lose in that second race. But he but he managed it so well. Oh, your love and emotion for providing these opportunities was very obvious at the end in your interview. You, you just couldn't hold back. Eh? Like this is a a really close unit you've got. It is, and I knew I would cry either yeah. way if we won or lost. I thought I'll be a blubbering mess, and the TV love to always hang there waiting for their <laughs> moment, and I knew. I knew that would happen, but what can you do? You just can't. I, can't, I couldn't. I couldn't hold it in. So yeah, it means it means a lot to us. We, um, my husband Ben and I, like we've had been running this team for this is our ten year anniversary this year actually of running the team, and and it does. It means so much to us. We put everything into it. It's not just now. Yes, it's a business, but it's also a massive passion, and and we do it to win. We want to win just as much as they do. And you know, we have especially kids like Kai coming in. He started with us when he was sixteen years old. So. It's a massive, um, it's a massive thing. We, we, yeah, we feel we're a big part of their life, and we can look at 
um, you know, look at their journey and feel proud to um, to have played our part in helping them to get where they where they deserve to be. So we know he's he's in the the DJR setup because uh, that's who Hills was gallivanting around Queensland Raceway. And, with and Rachel, I didn't know what he looked like until yesterday because it was like Stig. <laughs> he was already in the car. I didn't know what was under that helmet. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, so what happens yeah. to someone like Kai now, uh, Rachel? Does he does he <laughs> stick with you uh, and wait for his chance to, to crack it into supercars? Look, he's, you know, he's been a very popular... Um a popular guy all year, really. You know, a lot of a lot of the main series teams are interested in him. Obviously, he does have that link with DJ already with the Enduros. Um, you know... It's it's a it's a fine line too between when's the right time to jump make the jump up to the main series as well. You want to make sure that you've you know you've done your apprenticeship in Super Two. You've got all the experience you need because it's cutthroat in the main series. You know it's it's full on. It's extremely competitive. So you know the intention at this stage is that yes, he will do um, another year in the Super Two series next year, and hopefully he'll be doing the Enduros again and maybe a couple of wild card um, events in the in the main championship yeah. as well. And then, and then the aim is obviously in 2025 that he um, that he steps up into the, the main supercar championship. They just keep churning out, don't they? This young Matt Payne, who won the last race yesterday, I mean, he's only a relative baby as well, isn't he? Yeah, it's so cool. I think there's been a real changing of the guard over the last couple of years. We've seen with, you know, Will Brown and Brody Kostecki going to um, Erebus and Coca-Cola Racing. They actually both came through through our team. So just seeing all these young guys. Um, we've had the older guys around for quite a while, and I think a lot of the teams have been a little reluctant to take on the younger guys. Um, but hey, after the last couple of years, and then seeing what Brody's been able to do, and exactly Matt Payne yesterday, it's, it's amazing. And I think it's giving them all a bit more, all the main teams, a bit more confidence to say, hey, let's take on these young kids because they're the future. All right. Well, I best ask you. We've got to we've got to catch up with Brody in about an hour's time. Have you got any trick questions that we could fire to him after a night of uh, heavy celebrations? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. He he's not really that into big celebrations. He's such a racer. He's probably sitting there ruining over you know why he didn't win and why this happened and why that happened. I know exactly what he's like. But I hope he did celebrate. Uh, but tell him I said hi. I've been been texting him. He's a he's a fantastic bloke and. Um, and I tell you, no one deserved that that win more than he did. Oh yeah, they talk so highly of him and how professional he is. Um, and this Super Two group sound seem all right too. Ryan Wood, Zach Best, and Zach Bates is is it a good crew coming through? Yeah, it's an it's an awesome crew. To be honest, this year in the Super Two series, it's a lot more rookies than we've ever had um, for, for years. And I think everybody was a little bit. Um, a little, not frightened, but I, we thought it'd be you know a big crash fest and all that with all these new like <laughs> They've just done such an amazing job. They they really have just raced like to have a race at, um, yesterday in in the second race. No safety cars, no accidents. Like it was quite incredible for all that they're all so young um, and they just they handle it so so well. But um, I think it's just exciting for the sport to see this coming through. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Hey, uh, we've seen Betty Clemenko uh, take it on as privateers and win the the big prize. Any chance of you and Ben stepping up into the supercars? Oh, look, never say never. Uh, <laughs> we've always definitely wanted to do the Bathurst One Thousand um, as a wild card, so I think that's something that we would um, that we would definitely like to do. But you know, we you know we also enjoy our um, the role we play in kind of bringing the young guys in, setting them up. Um, you know, teaching them and, and, and then, you know, to be able to look back 
you know, someone like Brody and Will and, and now Kai to be able to look at that and go, hey, you know, we played a part in them getting to that point. That's that's really special. So yeah, we we, we enjoy our role here as well. Good stuff. Hey, great to chat today. And I said, Hills, uh, uh, that you were very emotional yesterday. It's, it's it's wonderful that you remain so invested in it after so long. Yeah, thanks for your involvements, Rachel. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Now on Breakfast with Pat and Hills, Hills gets his gloves off. Yes, it's a massive week for our sporting females. The Brisbane Heat and the Brisbane Lions now know where their finals are to be hosted and all the matchups will be getting worked on as of today. The Heat, they're a dangerous unknown in the BBL. They can and have beaten the best and lost to this year's worst at times. They start tomorrow evening against the Thunder and they too have an inconsistent record. Top order runs and experienced bowlers have got them to that fourth position. The scariest thing for Heat opponents is that they haven't put their best on the park yet and they finish third. Grace Harris and Sister Laura are back in the 11. Uh, Internationals who have performed well. Young, versatile all-rounders have been great but there's still some middle-order batting power that hasn't been easy to spot just yet. It's still on the table. Watch out. This week, uh, the heat could be a handful. Listening to the commentators of the semifinals of the AFLW, it's almost not worth the Lions making the trip south to Icon. Please. (laughs) Pre-Geelong, I hardly heard of one Lion positional advantage. And now... They're all tipping North Melbourne. Are we always so underrated? Uh, Or have North Melbourne got these three talls that will be hard to contain and experience everywhere else? It sounds like it's, it's much better than ours. And we've been in four previous grand finals and North Melbourne have never beaten us. I don't think they know the Lions. Otherwise, they would, you know, surely they wouldn't be overlooking uh, our recent form as well as our traditional form, the unfinished business of three lost grand finals. The regeneration of new performers and combinations has been outstanding this year and all overlooked. Home crowds, I reckon they affect new female teams and Icon could be a classic. Two goals up and feel the weight of 15,000 people on the ruse. I worry about not having Dakota up front and I'm annoyed at one-sided analysis. I only hope it helps us all over the park. Silence the people, just like the cricketers in India. Just a little bit of overseas news. Italy defeated Australia in the Davis Cup 2-0 this morning. We lost both singles matches and India has defeated Australia in the second of the T20 internationals. This man, I don't think, could care less because he was celebrating last night (laughs) and uh, rightfully so. Broken a a five-year stranglehold by our Kiwi supercars drivers and Scotty McLaughlin and Shane Van Gisberg and, of course, Brody Kostecki. Congratulations on just a a wonderful season and a wonderful feat over the weekend. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me on the show, guys. Hey, I saw on socials, and I would imagine there, there was a million messengers, but Scotty McLaughlin was, was one of the first, mate, to uh, to jump on socials and congratulate you. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I've actually spoken to Scotty a few times this year, and it's, um, you know, great to have, you know, his support throughout the, um, you know, past few years when he went over to the States. And, um, yeah, it was a, you know, pretty surreal feeling to be able to, 
to walk away as um, you know drivers champion and, and uh, team champion as well. So it hasn't hasn't quite sunk in yet, but I'm sure it will tonight <laughs> after the awards dinner. Hey, we'll let you into a little secret. We had a chat to Rachel Eggleston the, this morning about the, their win in the in the two category, and I said, give us a little bit of insight into Brody. She said, you know, I don't know whether he would have celebrated that hard last night. He is just so focused on his sport and his career. Yeah, she's actually she's actually right. She's uh, she knows me like um, she's my mother. So um, yeah, well, I, I actually went to bed at nine thirty last night and. Uh, yeah, had a good night's sleep and, you know, was ready for a few things that I had to do this morning. But, um, yeah, probably tonight I'll let my hair down a little bit and, um, you know, celebrate with the team. It's, it's It's been a monumental, you know, effort this year to come away with both, you know, championships. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I think it's uh, well-deserved. Yeah, oh, congratulations, champ. And thanks so much for having a chat with us. This season, since Newcastle, seems so long, but it also seems that you blokes want more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been a it's been an awesome season. Even you know, right from the start, starting off our pole for the first ever race of these you know you know new generation of cars, and and to, you know end end the season so you know strongly as well. We had you know uh, I think um, five or six wins this year, which is just absolutely amazing. And um, you know, ten ten pole positions, and um, yeah, it's just a an awesome way to finish off the year. And, um, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, or, already looking forward to next year. Hey, you mentioned, we mentioned Rachel, but we've got to talk about Betty as well. It, it's one of the great stories in sport, Betty Clemenko, and she loves you like a son. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. Um, yeah, she's a very motherly, um, you know, figure within the team. And, um, yeah, we don't see her too much at the track these days, but every time she's there, she's... Um, you know, she, she's always saying something that's very insightful and um, always seems to pop up at the right time. So, it's, yeah, we um, always enjoy her presence and, um, yeah, I'm glad to, you know, deliver her first championship. That is so good. But what, what does uh, a privateer team mean? You know, without factory support, what don't you get? Um, money, which is what racing um, <laughs> is all about. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually, you know, it's fantastic that... Um, yeah, uh, you know, a non-factory team has, you know, won the championship. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome to see. And, um, you know, a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes. You know, there's, you know, 20, 30 plus people, um, you know, that, that that work inside Erebus. And it's a lot different than a normal sport. You know, it's only us out there on TV. But, um, you know, there's a lot of guys behind the scenes that, and um, girls that, you know, you know, make this happen. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's an awesome feat for us. And, hey, Brad, is this a breakout year for you? And and why? Um, I, I probably wouldn't say so much for myself. Um, you know, I've always believed in myself, and you know, my ability didn't magically just get better overnight. But uh, you know, it's um, you know, the team really stepped up this year. You know, with these new cars coming in and these new rules and regulations. Um, so it's been, you know, um, yeah, it's been a fantastic year for the team. And and you know, we've been building on this for, you know, for a long time, and been you know preparing for this for a long time. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm. I'm um, you know, glad to be able to, you know, be the one to, you know, deliver Betty um, her, her first drivers championship and um, also, you know, team championship as well. As, you know, alongside my teammate Will Brown. Hey, what makes you, I suppose, even prouder is the fact that you beat a legend. I mean, you beat Shane Van Gisbergen, who is one of the hardest nosed racers out there. Yeah, most definitely is. Um, you know, he's definitely a legend in my eyes, and um, you know, he was one of my idols. In, you know, when I was coming through the junior, you know, categories, and 
And, um, yeah, I'm, you know, proud to call him a mate and, um, you know, excited to see what he goes on and does in his next adventure. And, um, you know, I'll be watching, you know, him quite closely. And, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, most definitely looking forward to meeting him out on the track soon. He's, uh, he's taught me a lot throughout my, um, you know, short time, um, you know, as a full-time supercars driver. And, um, yeah, I, I wish him nothing but the best. Mm, you had the NASCAR connections in the garage on the weekend, we believe. Um, what are your plans for, uh, you know, a NASCAR start? Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to, you know, maybe doing um, four to five races next year. So I was, I was um, you know, uh, glad to have uh, Richard Childress from RCR racing um, in the garage on the weekend, um, you know, which was pretty awesome to see. He uh, travelled all the way from North Carolina to come, come um, you know, watch us race and, you know, we're able to, you know, win the championship and, you know, he was there to celebrate with us, you know, which was just absolutely fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I had a great time racing with them this year in Indianapolis and, you know, um, you know, much, you know, much uh, forward, you know, and excited to be racing for them uh, next year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's so much happening in your world. And did you follow the the traditional route? I mean, with kids and cars and go karts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I did. I started off in go karts, like you know many do. Um, you know, there's not much you can race at um, you know six, seven years old. So I started off in go karts, <laughs> but you know, got out, got yeah, got out quite quickly at um, 12 years old, and and um, you know moved over to the states for three to four years and. And you know how to go over there, and then um, you know ended up coming back home, and then you know coming through the Super Two ranks, and you know raced for my family for a little bit, then raced for Ben and Rachel um, Eggleston, um, as you know Rachel was on earlier, and and um, then you know moved into full time um, you know supercars racing. And uh, bros, I read that you play squash. How did how did that start? And is that true? And how did that start? And what does that do for you? Yeah, actually, I I do love my squash. I can't play it um, too much anymore. I've, uh, I've I've got a wrist injury that sort of um, troubles me playing. But uh, yeah, I uh, love playing squash, and yeah, a few of the drivers played as well. It's a pretty tactical game, and and um, yeah, it's just an enjoyable game, and um, not not too much running if you're pretty smart. But uh, I tend to be running a lot, so yeah, maybe I'm not that good at it. Oh, the big fella, you'd be right in the tee. You'd park yourself in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, just stand in the middle, that's right. <laughs> yeah, get around me if you can. <laughs> hey, um, were the NASCAR p- people, the children's team, uh, were they impressed? Did they did they sort of experience the work that had to go into Will Brown's car, for example, to get it right for Sunday? Um, or, or did they have an opinion on that? Yeah, most definitely. So they're, you know, they're racing over there. It's a lot different. They actually carry spare cars and they're allowed mm. to swap cars if um, something like that happens. But here in Australia, we're not allowed to carry a spare car. So um, for, you know, Richard to witness, you know, the, um, the amount of work that happened, I'm, I'm sure that he was amazed in the short amount of time that they had because that, that car was not in uh, good shape at all. So, yeah, it's a, you know, it was just, a, you know, uh, probably a, uh, you know, a very different experience for him, and and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad that we're able to show it to him. Hey, I know you've got a stack of media commitments on this morning, so we're not going to keep you much longer. But mate, just give me an insight into the reaction of of your family that have been along for the the ride for you know to see you now crowned as you know one of the greatest motor racing drivers in this country. Yeah, it was you know pretty awesome to see. I had a lot of my um close friends and family um at the event, which was. You know, fantastic to see, and and um, you know, my family's always been behind me as long as you know my um, 
you know, my closest friends. So it was, uh, you know, pretty awesome the feeling, you know, to have them there. And, um, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, looking forward to the off season a little bit and, um, yeah, spend some time with my friends and family. And, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be back next year, hopefully, um, stronger. And, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can defend this title. Mm. What are the immediate plans, mate? Where is that break you're talking about? And when does America happen? Yeah, I'm actually heading off to America on Wednesday and um, I'll be there for a week um, doing a race in Texas. Um, but uh, then I'll be um, going back over for a bit of a holiday uh, later on in the year, which would be you know, pretty awesome. Oh, um, unreal. Oh, mate. Well, it's awesome that you've been able to give us some time this morning. Uh, you've, you've handled the season just beautifully, both on and off the track, and uh, all the accolades that are coming your way right now are richly deserved. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Brady. Let's get to, uh, I would imagine this gentleman is very, very happy. Uh, but I'll be interested to see how our celebrations were last night. We've just had Brody Kostecki on our brand-new Supercars champ, and he was muted last night. <laughs> uh, Richie Smith, um, coach of Minwoo Lee, how was last night? I think it's quite subdued, Pat. Um, yeah, we, we wound up relatively early. We've got a big <laughs> week this week, Australian yeah. Open. But, um, you know, we want to we win the Australian Open, not just compete in it, right? Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, that's no, a... no, that's wrong, Richie. <laughs> what you got to do is you got to go and drink the Breggy Creek dry and try to win the Australian Open. So, <laughs> like Cam, Cam tried. <laughs> yeah, the team avoided the Breggy Creek. Some of the other people that were supporting didn't. Um, they're a bit dusty. But um, no, we avoided that one. And so you find yourself, you've been in Brisbane um, and now you, you all travel down to Sydney. Is that today or tomorrow or... How's it work? Um, settle for the week. Uh, we're at the airport now, so we're going to go down there now, and then um, uh, we'll start. Certainly, her, uh, certainly his team are involved with a couple of girls, so we'll we'll make sure we coach those girls as well as we can today, because um, we've been with the boys for about four weeks now, and um, yeah, and then we'll just prepare as we normally would from Tuesday onwards. Yeah, um, it's a hard week because it's, we've got boys and girls. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Different courses. Um, you, you, you came to Royal Frio in 2019, I read. Where from and how did your connection with Minwoo, Minji, Hannah Green, how, how did that all develop? Um, well, I live just up the road. Right. And um, I've, I've, coached, I've coached Minji since he was 11 years old. So I've, I've coached within the family for 16 years. And um, I was the head pro at a club not far from Wilfrey Mantle. And once um, I decided that I wasn't going to continue on in that role, I, I went to Wilfrey Mantle, which had been uh, good in terms of uh, producing players. And, um, and I was already coaching you know, a number of players from there anyway, including Minwoo. So it was just a, a natural progression to go to Wilfrey Mantle. Yeah. Hey, you've been around this, this caper a long time, mate. I mean... We need a personality player like Minwoo, I reckon, and uh, I reckon he's just a breath of fresh air. I mean, you've coached him to get his game to where it is now, but now he's he's also got that X factor, Richie, which I love. Yeah, he's he's definitely a different cat. He's always been a different uh, different kid. He's he's a kid that was always up at the end of the range, just um, mucking around yeah. and um, showing off. And yeah, you know, he's he's an awful show off. <laughs> and um, what you saw yesterday was just was just him being authentic, and um, he wants to entertain, and he wants to have fun, and he wants to 
you know, be expansive with his game. And what you see is him, you know, having a lash off the tee and then using his expression and using his flair around the greens. And it's a pretty good mix, if I'm honest. So as a coach, do you love that? Or do you sort of say to him, oh, maybe we should have hit three wood instead of driver at 14 or something? Well, I think we should have hit three wood instead of driver on the first. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, I think we're trying to, um, you know, uh, represent him the best way we can. And if he wants to have a lash and if him and his caddy decide that that's the way to go, yeah. then I'm going to support it. Um, you know, and we want um, personalities in our game. Our game's been stayed for way too long. Yeah, I and, agree um, with you. And, you know, if we've got a 25-year-old person doing thunderclaps when they're leading a tournament, I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> and um, we're, in a, we're in a cooking hat, <laughs> slapping hands down the um, 18th fairway on the, set, on the third round. And he's, I think it's wonderful. And I think he's, um, he's a credit to his family and he's going to be great for our game. Yeah, mm. uh, good stuff. Um, who who is his caddy? Is that is that his full time caddy? He's a reasonably young man too. Uh, is he from Perth and a good mate of his, or what's that connection? No, Stuart's actually sitting right next to me. But no, he's from Scotland. So yeah. he speaks funny, and um, <laughs> and he's got problems with his hygiene, but he's okay. <laughs> um, no, he's he's been. On the bag for 18 months, and I think they've missed, what, one or two or three cuts, you? Something like that, and had a lot of top 15 performances, and I think they really, they're just a great pair. Mm, right, really, eh? um, They talk, and they they have fun, and he's, Stu's able to keep him in line, which is a, a mm. bit of a challenge. I've had that for, you know, 14 years, and I struggle to struggle. <laughs> and um, I think they're, they're just a really great pair. Uh, they've got to have that chemistry. So when they go head-to-head, mate, if they're home at Royal Frio just on a quiet Tuesday afternoon, tour's finished for a while, who wins? Between Minji and Minwoo? Yeah. Uh, well, Minji probably wins, if I'm honest. Yeah. But you wouldn't know because Minwoo will give us so much grief. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you'd think he's leading. Yeah, right. but I think um, I think you know quickly she's becoming or oh, he she is the best player in the house there's no doubt about it but he is catching you know what the interesting thing with Min Wu is that whenever he wins she wins the next week right eh? that's happened twice so um, if I was a betting man which I'm not I'd be considering next week's um, odds on the Australian Open yes. as luck would have it I am a betting man I've got to take the tip of one of the world's finest well, Hopefully men can go back to back uh, as well and do it together. The role of your coaching position, Richie, uh, through the week where he's been playing really well, what, what do you keep your eye on? Uh, I'm imagining there's minor stuff, there's major stuff, there's mental stuff, there's confidence that is always up and down over a year. Yeah, um, Minwoo doesn't like change much and um, – at this point of the year, he's had a really successful year. We're not looking to change anything. My my focus is really um, December the 28th when we start pre-season. Um, I've got my own a couple of things that I want to change, or not change, but maybe just uh, influence. Um, other than that, my goal is just to make sure he's happy. And at the moment, he's surrounded by you know friends and family over here, and he's. He's basically in his element. 
Um, yeah, I'd, it's a pretty simple role. Just keep him happy. Yeah. yeah, nice. Hey, I don't want you to get out of your lane here, but, I mean, obviously, as far as Queensland is concerned, so much, you know, focus on Cam Smith for this event. He goes down there after a, the, just a, a shocking couple of days and, you know, he just I think he said it was crappy. What does Grant Field, his coach, do with him? I, know, I see they're, they're out on the putting green yesterday having a, having a bit of a chat and just work on something. In other words, can this be turned around quickly? Yes, absolutely. I think it's not a big issue. In fact, um, it would probably be good for him. So, uh, you know, a couple of good days on the practice, practice tee. You only need one or, one or two good shots to get your fields back. And yeah. um, I, I think, you know, Cameron said he'd spend a fair bit of time fishing and drinking with his mates. And I don't know if that's entirely true because no athlete ever truly does that. Yeah. But, um, I think he'll be fine. It won't hurt him at all. Yeah, great. Let's let's hope so. And and both of them can storm the world, mate. The the parents, the Lee parents, how have they done it? They, you know the, the you know what have they been like? And do do they get involved? Do you stay away on the outside? How do golf parents need to do it? Um, well, I think they've they've obviously proved. provided some pretty good genes, haven't they? Yeah, because both of them are, <laughs> are, are athletic, strong, um, mentally and physically. Disciplined, uh, loyal. So, um, how do parents do it best? They listen to the coach. Right, eh? Get the hell out of the way. Be, be parents and not be not be coaches. Yeah, well said. So, um, and yeah, I think that they've, you know, originally they they like to be involved, but they now that they're professionals, they've, the the parents are just enjoying seeing their kids perform on the world stage. Uh, well, I know the coach is understated normally, but I reckon he, I reckon he'd be pretty proud today. You've you've done a wonderful job with so many of our great champions, uh, and you, you've got real reason to be really excited about both men, G and Minwoo, and what they can do. One thing before Paddy does wrap up, Richie, is I read that Minwoo's never had a car. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> he's borrowed cars. He's what? Um, yeah, he's borrowed cars. I'm sure he's going to get one soon enough. I think he's got a nice little deal deal with one of the um, one of the car manufacturers that he'll take advantage of sooner rather than later. Good he can stuff. afford one. Yes, yes. well and true. He can afford one. Hey, thanks so much for your time today. I know you've been in demand, but uh, really appreciate it. It was really exciting yesterday as a... You know, as, a, as, a, as a lover and observer of Australian golf for three or four decades now, I, I just love when, when we get a talent like this that comes along. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for your support, and thank everyone for coming out to Royal Queensland. We had a great day, and they really looked after us. Ah, oh, beauty, Richie. Thanks a lot. Good stuff, Richie. Uh, Travelled safe. That's exactly where you're going today. You're going out to play it in its championship mm-hmm. setup, mm-hmm. championship pins and all that sort of thing. Got to try to get under the same trees Minwoo was under. We'll see if you can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Flight Centre's Big Red Sale is on right now with limited time offers on flights, on cruises, holidays and tours. Book now to save big. It's 8.32.